What's up? Welcome to the Coach Vaughn Podcast. I'm Vaughn DiCarlo, aka Coach Vaughn, and Coach Vaughn is on. What's up, people? How you feeling? Today is a very important day. It is Monday, so that means there's a new episode of the Coach Vaughn Podcast, like there is every Monday. Uh, But even more important than that, today is January 15th. Do you know what that means? Do you? Huh? Huh? Do you? You better. You better. Today is MLK Day. I said it short, just to give you a little hint, just to give you a moment. Because if you don't know that today is Martin Luther King Jr. Day, then you better stay listening very tight and close to the Coach Vaughn podcast today. Because you should know that we sing, sing, celebrate today. Do you remember that? Um, Whitney Houston, God rest her beautiful voice and soul. Uh, did a collaboration with a bunch of people, Stevie, Cindy Lauper, everybody got together and they did a song, a new edition was on it. I can't remember. Ah, let me get to my computer and look it up. So I have all the players correct, but they did. Um, I wish I could play it on, play it on here, but I'm going to post it on Twitter as I do every year. It's called, um, sing, celebrate and Whitney Houston killed it. Sing, celebrate for a king. Sing, celebrate. Sing, sing, celebrate for a king. Celebrate. Sing, sing, celebrate. Ah, uh, Run DMC, the Fat Boys. Um, I think I got it wrong. I don't. What Cindy Lauper wasn't on that one, was she? Ah, uh, I'm gonna have to play it. Oh, it's killing me. It's killing me, but I can't play it on here because I'm going to have to pay for it. But, um, Dr. King tried to love somebody. Do you want to love somebody? <laughs> oh, it was Tina Marie. It was, it was Tina Marie. It was Tina Marie. It was Tina Marie. Ah, oh, the coolest white woman besides my mama to ever live. Yes. Yes. Um... Uh, let's see, it was Elder Barge, The Fat Boys, Full Force, Grandmaster, Melly Mel, uh, Curtis Blow, Stacey Lattisall, Lisa Lisa, Tina Marie, um, Stephanie Mills, New Edition, Menudo, I, I think I said Run DMC already, um, Houdini, and of course the, the, the beautiful voice of Whitney Houston, um, when she just hit it, let you I'm I'm hoarse. I'm I'm not singing well today. Um, I sound a hot mess. But um, Whitney has always laid it down. Um, one of my favorite collaborations ever is the the King Holiday song. Today is MLK Day, and you better celebrate this holiday. If you're one of the people listening that do not. Um, just tune out. No, I'm just kidding. Don't tune out. Stay. Stick around because you are probably a Trump supporter and we're going to convert you into a real person if that's the case. There should be a lot of respect not only for the life and legacy of Martin Luther King Jr. and all the things that he did for the civil rights movement, but all the people involved in the civil rights movement, black, white, and everything in between. But let this hero shine every day of your life, Uh, yours and mine. Uh, I'm repeating the lyrics like a cornball, but oh my God.
God, this is one of my favorite songs. You're going to have to go to my Twitter uh, and Instagram to hear the song so I could post it there. But anyway, today is a very important day, especially in the day and times that we are living in. And let's think about it, y'all. Everything hasn't always been majority black like the NBA is now. Today, there was a point where the NBA wasn't even integrated yet. Yes, the NBA was all white, segregated. Uh, Before they let players into the NBA, they had something called the Black Fives. Um, But I think they signed the first black players, uh, the first team. We should have a trivia day, if you guys don't know this. But um, the first team to sign a black NBA player was the Boston Celtics. Do you know who? Do you know who? Ha, ha, ha. There's actually going to be a documentary about the, um, I think it's, let me look it up. It's called The First to Do It. The First to Do It. Tony Parker, Carmelo Anthony, and Kawhi Leonard are among the film's executive producers. And it is going to feature uh, Earl Lloyd, the first African-American to play in the NBA. Very excited to see that. I, I know the NBA holds a huge history, but, you know, a lot of the young players today that are even in the NBA. I think Kawhi Leonard himself was quoted as the same. Um, being from the generation he is in, it, it just never occurred to him that people that look like him, a black man like himself, couldn't play this in the in the NBA, couldn't play basketball. So it's very important to him and and I'm I'm happy about it that he feels that way to share um, the history of this with the current generations younger generations and and the more to come can you imagine someone who's being born right now they're not witnessing what we're witnessing right now in 2018 you know what I'm saying so it's important history is so important we have to remember um, not, not just where we come from. That becomes cliche when people don't forget where you come from. Uh, but you have, to, you have to have empathy for others and realize where they come from, why they think how they think. We're all humans, but there are still people alive that don't view black people as humans. They view them as subhumans or you know a third of a man or whatever and it's 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 always heartbreaking to look at old footage from the uh, 60s and and even earlier but when you during the civil rights movement when when our people were being you know the fire hydrants the dogs the police brutality all of this stuff it's hard to watch it's even harder to watch if you dig more into history and you see, you know, those pictures with black men, slaves hung from trees and just laying dead on the ground. And, and there's people, white men standing around like a mob, take like posing for a picture. And 
and you just think to yourself, how could you do that to another human being? And I, I thought about that for a long, long time, and it's heartbreaking. And you wonder how, how, why, why and how could you do this to another person? And it dawned on me, it's because they don't believe they're doing that to another human being, to another person. They view black people as animals. So them standing there with their rifle with a black man hanging from a tree or a black woman or a black kid or a black person, to them, it's the same as when they catch a fish and they pose for a picture with that big fish that they caught or they kill a deer and they hang that deer, they mount that deer on the wall. Now it's hard for us, you know, to think in terms of that, but that's what it is. That's what it is. Now, the older you get, the the more far removed you think you are from it. But just like, you know, quietly, I can never enunciate. One day I'm going to get through an entire show where I can enunciate without fumbling over my words. I swear y'all. Oh my God. Um, Kwai Leonard. Quiet Kwai, as I like to call him. Everyone's MVP every year, but not, you know, <laughs> not yet. Um, he's super dope, by the way. But um, I like how quiet he is, but he's like a beast at the same time. Um, I lost my track. Oh, he made an excellent point that sometimes we're so in our own world and so far removed from stuff that we don't realize it wasn't that long ago. Everyone's so shocked at our current president and his antics and his shithole comments and all of these things because people don't realize that Trump is 70, dude. He's like, come on. He might have a, a, a head of a black man mounted on his wall <laughs> in Trump Towers. I wouldn't be surprised. <sighs> and I wouldn't be surprised if he's not celebrating MLK Day today. But you should. You should. And you should sing, sing, celebrate for a king. Celebrate. And definitely when this documentary hits, I'm watching it. I would love to know more about the history of the NBA and when it became integrated. One of my favorite movies was um, A League of Their Own. The the movie with Tom Hanks playing the drunken coach. I love Tom Hanks. Oh my God, he was so funny in that. And um, Madonna, Rosie O'Donnell. And uh, it was it was a, a amazing movie. And there was a moment in the movie because it was all about the women, you know, playing basketball, not basketball, playing baseball. When the men went off to war, they wanted to start a women's league to keep it going, blah, blah, blah. If you haven't seen the movie, uh, look it up, watch it. It's great. There was a moment in the movie where a black woman, like the, the ball went off the field and a black woman picked up the, the ball and she threw it with all her might. And there was a, a nod. There was no dialogue. It was just a, a nod. Because she threw that ball like the best pitcher could ever throw that ball. You know what I'm saying? And that scene 
that quiet little scene was like a, yeah, I could do this too, but I can't play with you, you white ladies. This is great for women, but I'm a woman, but I'm a black woman. So I'm still less than, I'm less than as a black woman. I'm less, I'm less than twice, less than twice. Think about that. We're slaves to the slaves. You know what I'm saying? During slavery, the men, our black men were slaves, of course, but they still got to, they were still the, the boss of the household of the women slaves. You feel what I'm saying? So the women were, were, we're, we're slaves. Black women are slaves twice. Okay. We're slaves to the master and we're also slaves to the head of household in the slave bunker. Okay. Oh, but that was a great scene in a league of their own. One of my favorite movies, man. And she threw that ball and she did that little nod like, yeah, y'all doing this for, for us as women. I wish I could play too. Cause I'm fierce. And she threw the hell out of that ball. And uh, it was such a powerful moment in that movie. And I'm hoping that when this, this documentary comes out, I'm sure it's going to be very powerful. There's so many people that watch basketball these days and don't even think for a moment, don't even remember what was the NBA like in the fifties before it became integrated. Um, <laughs> boring as hell. I dare to say what, let me, let me Google search. <laughs> what year was the slam dunk invented? Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, did they slam dunk prior to the fifties? I'm going to Google that right now. What year was the slam dunk? Oh, it, it I didn't even have to finish. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What year was the slam dunk invented? Oh, come on. This was my Wi-Fi. Oh, come on, Wi-Fi. The first incarnation of it. Of course. Of course. Of course. 1976. Ah, boom. 1976. Bob Curland. Yeah, I probably should have already knew that. Uh, credited as the first player to dunk in an NBA basketball game. Uh, he passed away when he was 88. Uh, in the 1940s, dunks weren't a big part of basketball. Nobody celebrated a slam. Uh, basketball was three decades away from the first dunk contest, blah, 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 says this article. Okay, so Bob Curlin, uh, my accent, oh, I'm still in Pittsburgh, y'all. Oh, God, I'm still in Pittsburgh. Me and my accent, Jesus, take the wheel of my slur slurring slurveling slurveling tongue um yeah oh who was the first girl to dunk let's see oh we knew that leslie okay lisa leslie july 30th 2002 lisa leslie that was an easy one and i guess today is um trivia day <laughs> no i don't want it to become trivia day i do want us to celebrate our history black history nba history and it's very important so that we connect with each other as you know real human beings we're all human beings and we all have a right to vote and i'm telling you let 2020 come please fast because there is nothing that this man could do or say to get um impeached obviously I hope 
you know, some goodness comes out of this. I really do. It's really sad, the the state of the world that we're in. It, it makes it difficult to enjoy anything. Can't enjoy nothing these days. Not even a good old-fashioned slam dunk with an afro. <laughs> 1976, man. The 70s was cool. Like the 70s. I like the 70s. Music, style. Uh, Dr. J's afro. I like Dr. J's afro. You know, Dr. J was still dunking at 63. I wonder if he could still dunk now. Um, But there was a YouTube video of him dunking when he was uh, 63. Yeah, Dr. J. Cool. Cool as hell. Anyway, that's how I'm feeling today. I don't know. How are you guys feeling? I I hope that... um, I hope that moving forward as a people, we can start to make better decisions about each other as people. You know what I'm saying? I was taking this course about um, a a bankruptcy course, and there was a section in it where it talked about um, how to make good decisions. And I was reading it, and I was like, you know what? This, This is definitely something that can be applied, you know, not just not just to financial situations and learning how to manage money, but learning how to manage relationships and and people and business and all of that. And I actually was reading through it and there's seven steps to making a good decision. Okay. Step one, identify the desired outcome. Okay. Uh, Step two, gather information. Step three, identify your choices. Step four, evaluate the choices. Step five, select the best choice. Mm. Step six, execute the best choice. Step seven, evaluate the results. If that doesn't sound like basketball to you, I don't know what is. That sounds like every logical thought process that you should have in a game and if you think about it it also sounds like a logical process you should have in selecting a a life partner a, a boyfriend girlfriend husband wife even your friends you have to qualify people into your life you can't just you know I have that very childish way about me where it's like if I like someone immediately you're my BFF for life I love you immediately you know you're you're my friend do anything for you be loyal to you forever and ever tell you all my secrets and then a couple months go by and the light shines and you're like oh this person isn't really reciprocating anything back I should have taken some steps to qualify this person into my life and that could be friendship that could be business partners that could be um, lovers that could be a pickup game of basketball choose your teammates wisely let's let's think about these steps again identify the desired outcome usually whether it's a basketball game or a relationship the desired outcome is to win why because winning makes you feel good and it makes you feel happy Uh, So usually that's the desired outcome, to win. So step two, gather information. 
you want as much data as possible in order to make the most informed decision about how you're going to win right you don't just 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 wing it no you make informed decisions so you gather information so if this is a basketball game what we're gathering information about the other team you know scouting reports all of that same thing if it's a dude that you like or a girl that you like or a person that you want to be your friend gather information on that person where are you from what's your resume looking like not your job resume your characteristics even if you're going to be my teammate of any sort what's your resume how long have you been dribbling dribbling this ball okay <laughs> number three identify your choices Hmm. So that means you should have more than one choice. Don't just jump into no relationship with somebody. You should have alternatives, okay? Before you lock anything down. Evaluate your choices once you have identified them. Now you're going to evaluate the choices. So that you can make an informed decision, right? You want to evaluate the pros and the cons. Compare and contrast before you make your final selection. Isn't what they did? They, they do this for the draft, you know? <laughs> they do this all the time at basketball. Select, number five, select your best choice. Yes. Get your LeBron Okay, get your LeBron based on all the information that you have gathered about this person that you want to put on your team, your basketball team, your your business team, your love life team, your best, your BFF best friend team. Okay, what is the best choice? Who is the best choice? Who flows with you the best? Number six, execute the best choice. Hmm. Execute. I love that word. Love it. I love it when a plan comes together, right? So you execute your choice. You 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 make you make that purchase. You solidify that choice and you get to you get to flowing in the game of life with that person. You get it flowing, you get it popping. And then evaluate the results and this is something that happens in relationships on an ongoing basis forever and forever and forever you always have to evaluate and reevaluate and evaluate and reevaluate and evaluate and evaluate over and over and over after every single game they watch tape don't they they don't just go oh we know what we did we know what happened <laughs> whether win or lose they watch that tape and they watch tape of other people's relationships too, right? So you want to evaluate all of what is going on. And, and the reason it's so important to have an ongoing evaluation is because you learn and you grow. Can you continue this relationship with this person, with this team? Kyrie Irving evaluated. He did all these steps and he made a decision. And we all thought he was crazy, but guess what? 
looks like he made a hell of a good decision for himself, his family, his career, his legacy. And that's what happens when you when you take all the necessary steps, you have full confidence in your choice. Win, lose, or draw, you have full confidence in your choice. And usually that full confidence, once you have done all the necessary steps and logical choices and evaluated and all of that, you usually come out with a W, even if you have a couple of losses along the way. You evaluate those losses, you evaluate those losses, and you keep it moving to the next game. You learn from your mistakes, and boom, you get a win. Evaluate. And this is this is what I'm saying, though, as a people. You evaluate yourself. Not to be cliche, but cliches really do have meaning to them. Michael Jackson told us, start with the man in the mirror. If every single person walking this earth took a moment to evaluate themselves and how they treat others and how they think of others, where would we be? Where would we be? Think about it. Today is Martin Luther King Day, and I, I hope, hopefully, there were lots and lots of people listening today that that like me, like my comedy, like my voice, like my podcast, like me chiming in on a little bit of sports and relationships and love and all of that stuff. But they might be uh, a Trump supporter or a straight up racist or whatever. But they listen to this and they go, you know what? Let me evaluate myself. Let me think about this. If you like me, then you like black people. I'm black, right? So you can't you can't live in this world alone and with just who you want to be around. You have to live and get along with others as best as you can. Live and let live. People forget about the let live part. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it, you feel like something is being taken away from you if if you allow this person to shine. But no, if you evaluate yourself and your self-worth, you, all of us are individuals, you will shine as an individual of what you are. And it may not be basketball, okay? <laughs> if you were one of the people in the 50s who were upset that oh now black people are going to be in the league they're going to outshine us take over the league it's going to be all black league by 2018 it's going to be a wrap (laughs) show you right no i'm just playing (laughs) oh there are very very good historically good larry bird come on historically good white players as well um and what's yours is yours there's no one black white man woman that can take away your shine unless you let them so if if a someone whether it's a male or female whatever you're threatened by and only you know quietly at night when you turn out the lights in your bedroom and it's just you and god in there Um, Because your husband or wife is out cheating on your ass. (laughs) Because you're a bigot. (laughs) But when it's just you and and God in a room, you know what your insecurities are. And those insecurities will probably 
rear their ugly faces, jealousy and fear and all of that stuff. And only you know what that really is. Well, we know too, because we, people project. We can see you. We know what it is. When you're projecting all of this hate, that's just fear, fear, jealousy, all of that stuff is projecting. You're showing us that you're intimidated by what you perceive as greatness, but you have greatness within you too. It, it could shine, but you're too busy trying to dim someone else's light that you're putting out your own. So hopefully if you're one of those people that's listening, hopefully um, I got through to you a little bit. It's your, your, your shine cannot be dimmed by no one but you. And the, the very, 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 very first thing you want to do if you want to dim your own light is to try and put out someone else's. <laughs> That's all you got to do. And likewise, the very thing you need to do if you want to shine is help someone else shine. And it doesn't necessarily have to be someone that you identify with either. You guys, today made me feel good. I don't know about you, but I feel great about today. Um, please do follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I am going to post uh, my favorite collaboration, Sing, Sing, Celebrate, for a King Celebrate. Listen to the whole song. Listen to the all the lyrics. Let it sink deep into your soul. It's, and what I'm telling you, when Whitney Houston opens up her mouth to sing, the hairs on your arms will stand up. It, it just sends chills into your body. If you're human, you will feel it. If you're not human, hang your head on the wall. No, I'm kidding. Please don't. That is 100% just kidding. Um, you are human. If you are listening to this and you understand all the words that I'm saying, you are absolutely human. You are loved and your heart beats and your blood pumps just as equally as Dr. J. <laughs> oh boy god bless you guys i had a fun time today i hope you enjoyed today's podcast please do follow me on instagram and twitter uh for you guys who uh want to purchase my book speakfluentman.com it's going to be taken down off i'm getting a new distributor thing happening there's some things happening so if it's not available anywhere except amazon don't be surprised um you could get a print copy directly and have it signed um if you just click go to speak fluent man and click on uh print copies you could get that directly if you want an ebook copy uh, you got to go to Amazon. Please do post your reviews on Amazon. It helps the sales and spreads the love and all the good cheer about Speak Fluent Man, the book, How I Learned to Speak Fluent Man by Vaughn DiCarlo, a.k.a. Coach Vaughn. And um, where am I at? Valley Forge Casino, February 9th. Don't forget, this show will sell out. Get your tickets today. Use code VON. Promo code Vaughn will get you 50% off of those tickets. Do not spend all your money if you do not have to. Okay? 50% off Feb February 9th, Valley Forge Casino. 
um, come out and see me, Philly, King of Prussia area, uh, South Jersey, Jersey, New York, come drive down. You ain't doing nothing else. And, uh, oh, I was just at Westside Comedy Club. You guys missed it. It was a great show. I'm going to be at Stand Up New York, uh, this coming Saturday. So you could check me out there. You know, I post all my shows on my Instagram and my Twitter at Von Carlo. So that's very easy to find, of course, if you are following me. And, um, what else? I think that's it for now. Um, yeah. I think we had a good one. I, it was an inspirational one for me. I hope it is for you as well. And I hope to see you at one of my shows very, very soon. All right. So, um, Coach Vaughn out.